welcome you to another fantastic episode of the official 615 podcast brought to you by our good friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Check them out online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. And Greg, again, we're getting lucky with these. Another great guest today. Yeah, first I want to say uh, you're Big Joe and I'm Greg. Okay, we'll let everybody know that. Yeah. Number two, thanks once again to Kitchen Notes, Omni Nashville Hotel, Music City, Todd Rotermel. Just open up the doors, come on down, we hang out, and they've given us samples. We always get the biscuits. Hot shrimp and a some kind of crostini with a deviled egg French mix. <laughs> I don't know. It's above my pay grade. But anyway, indeed, we're back here, and our guest is the president of the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. Yes, year number two coming up. Tickets on sale Thursday. Chris Parker. Hey, Chris. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for coming in, man. Absolutely. You guys do this regularly? Once a week? Face to face, man. Oh. Some people want to do it by Zoom, but uh, we we like the face to face. The, the I think encounter. it's for the food, though, right? <laughs> well, it, I mean, it, it's it, kitchen notes, right? So, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want? The and food? we've had all of our shots, yeah. So, uh, you know, well, Joe, most I mean, of them, but, but, but you know, it's, we're still working on the distemper <laughs> with him. You know, the Music City Grand Prix in the down in the streets of downtown Nashville. It what it's it was initially a crazy thought, but one of just wow. And then you guys pulled it off in year one. Before we look ahead to year two, talk about everything that went into getting this thing now to the second year of something that was so hugely successful in year one. Well, it really was. I mean, it was a crazy idea that turned into a phenomenal event that now we have to double down and and uh, deliver on in year two. And I think that, um, you know, this was something that would, had been in the works for many, many years. Um, it, it, to call it a crazy idea is probably a fair assessment uh, when it first uh, when, when the issue was first raised. But uh, credit to everybody involved, the city of Nashville, the Tennessee Titans, the Sports Authority, um, the CVC, the downtown partnership, uh, the chamber, uh, all of our investors, you know, for understanding, appreciating and, and uh, uh, buying into the vision of what this could be in Nashville as the next big uh, sports and entertainment option for Music City. When you see the video of the cars going over the bridge into downtown, away from downtown, I, it, can you buy that kind of uh, promotion? I, I, it's a it's a picture perfect postcard right. for Nashville. And, um, you know, I think we have to give a lot of credit to uh, Mayor Cooper and his staff. I mean, they s saw the value in racing over the bridge and they recognized that that would provide the greatest um, the greatest visibility, uh, the greatest postcard for for Nashville and really provide something unique. That's the iconic snapshot that you're looking for. Uh, it turned out to be just a phenomenal view um, we were very, very fortunate to have great weather and great racing all three days. You know, there were a few accidents along the way, no question about it. Right. And I think that uh, some people are here for the accidents. Let's not forget that. So um, I think it worked out remarkably well in year one. Just the logistical thing of doing something for the first time. Now you have a, a thing you can go back, that work, that did, let's, let's modify. But going into it, basically, how did the – how the entire setup of in uh, in all the buy-in you talk about obviously across the board of every all the entities that have to be involved with this, and I'm going to talk about the date of it too. How I, th I thought it think it falls so well in the yep. in the Nashville calendar. Yep. But just to to be able to pull it off logistically. Yeah, I mean it. It this is the definition of it takes a village. 
Um, th there is no one group, no one entity, no one person who is ever going to be able to pull something like this off. And there has to be buy-in across the board from all of the groups that I've mentioned before, plus all the different individuals within those departments, within those entities that all have to pay an active part in it. Because it is, it is a, it's a choreography of uh, interchangeable pieces, moving stuff in, moving stuff out, getting things partially built, getting things fully built, working around a very, very busy Nissan Stadium schedule, working around a very, very busy downtown schedule, doing all of the things that Nashville does best and accentuating those and adding to them and then you know, ultimately getting to a place where one plus one equals three. Um, very, very fortunate, and, and it worked out remarkably well. Yes, learned a ton. Um, definitely know those things that uh, need to be improved on. Um, working on those, ready for those as we go into year two. Also, just looking to always improve. I mean, you know, the thing that makes this uh, successful is always improving, always evolving, always doing something different and better for all of the constituent groups. So whether that's the, the teams and the drivers and IndyCar and all the other sanctioning bodies, but then also for the fans, uh, first and foremost. And bring it around to the date. Uh, I remember Scott Ramsey, Music City Bowl. It fit then. The the Rock and Roll Marathon, it fit then. Correct. And around everything else. This first week in August, the, it's, it's, a, it's a prime time for you because there's really you now are front and center in a city that has so many different things. Well, I, I think you've hit on probably one of the most important, if not critical parts of this is that date equity is critical for us in our success long term. It's also critical for the city. It has to work based on the calendar. And then ultimately, it's got to work based on the Nissan Stadium Titans calendar. And that particular weekend, that first weekend of August or the last weekend of July, depending on how it falls every year. Um, that's the Hall of Fame game. And so there, there's no football to compete with. Because once you get into football season, whether that's the Titan schedule or collegiate schedule, even the high school schedule, it gets very, very difficult to compete. So date equity, um, being able to get into the building and utilize all of the resources that are available to us and then be able to uh, replicate that year over year is paramount to success when you're doing an event like this. This is a Thursday. The tickets came out yesterday on a Wednesday for this year's uh, big race. Let me ask you this. What kept you up a year ago that when the race happened and the dust cleared, you're like, why was I worried over this? Because my thing would have been if I do an event, I want people to show up. But my God, Chris, I mean, half the country showed up that day. What, what kept you up at night? having people show up. <laughs> I mean, that's always going to keep you up. I mean, having people show up and having them have a great experience. I mean, first year event, you don't know what you don't know. You're bound to have uh, issues and mistakes. And, and we had our fair share. Um, but I think how we dealt with them uh, and how we dealt with the fans when we had to deal with them uh, is the most important thing, right? At the end of the day, um, I can't say that everybody's going to love um, having an issue. But it's if you deal with them forthright, honestly, and upfront and try to resolve it, you, know, you hope that they come back and appreciate it moving forward. And I think that was first and foremost, number one. I think the second thing is it, it, you worry about the things that you ultimately you know, can't control, like what's the weather going to be like and you know, are, are people going to enjoy themselves and how long are the lines going to be and are we going to get people in well and are the scanners going to work properly and um, are, are people going to be able to you know, transact in a, cash, in a cashless environment? Um, as easily as, as you would hope. Those are all things that, that definitely kept us up. And I will say, you know, I think we, we checked the box on all fronts and, and uh, 
deserve high marks for the way that all of the, the vendors and suppliers and people who helped us pull this off uh, performed. Where were you like the, the three days? I mean, what was your, I, I know you're involved in all that, but could you sleep? Could you, I mean, were you at the track? I just want to know what you Tootsies. went through. For the he city. was hanging out at Tootsie <laughs> <laughs> for 72 hours. What I, was it like? I, I was hanging out at Tootsie's afterwards. That's for sure. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I mean, literally, you're probably going on about three or four hours a night sleep. I mean, so you're, you're up late and uh, you're, you're up early. You stay up late and you, you get up early. And so from that standpoint, um, you know, we, we were there by six o'clock every morning at the latest. And, and we were there until you know, 10 o'clock every night um, as you got prepared for the next day. And um, you, you again, you really do want to create the best event possible for all of the constituent groups and you're going over all the possible things that can be improved upon and making sure that uh, the experience that, the, that people have from the minute they start walking across the pedestrian bridge is the best that it can be because you only get a, you know, you only get an opportunity to make a first impression once. That's right. And so uh, I think we did a great job of that and um, you know, we, we can always improve. Um, and from that standpoint, you know, we're ready and uh, excited about uh, the prospects for, uh, year two, August 5th through 7th. Let me ask you this. I'm known. Greg has a, a good serious qu question. No, Greg yeah, has a good question. Is this getting serious? Or, <laughs> or, <laughs> the posture? Or, yeah, I know. You sort of like moved in. Are we, <laughs> yeah, let me ask you this. Are we going to devolve into no. something? Yeah. Are we going to devolve into something <laughs> less serious? Well, Greg's get, Greg has the intelligent questions. I'm the one like, what? Uh, <laughs> why did this work and work so well? So that is actually a great question. Oh, and I man, think <laughs> wasn't better than any I've asked. No, no, yours, yours were fantastic. His is great. Okay. So we'll, we'll differentiate. Yes. Um, I, I think that it, it worked for two or three really, uh, core reasons. Um, the, the first is, you know, Nashville puts on events better than any place in the country. They just get it right. They work with people who want to put on big events. They understand, they appreciate, and they are prepared to do what it takes to put on big events. That's first and foremost. And you know, kudos to Butch Bearden and his uh, staff at the CVC. And then of course, all the folks at the city and all the different departments that, that have to help facilitate that. The second thing is strategic location, right? I think that Nashville just fits the bill from a racing perspective. So you're halfway, you're the halfway point between the IndyCar world and the NASCAR world, four hours to Indianapolis, four hours over to Charlotte or um, down to Atlanta. You know, you've got a great cross section uh, of racing enthusiasts all throughout this area. You've got uh, other racing that occurs in proximity, whether that's over at Bristol, whether that's down in uh, Birmingham. So I think at the end of the day, um, strategic location, being a, be, having a strong history uh, in racing makes Nashville very, very popular. And then I think the, the, the last piece is that this is just a, a great place to come visit. It's easy to get here, right? Whether you're flying or driving your, your location, the ease in which people could get here makes it a very popular destination. So if the city gets, if the city gets it, and you have a strong racing history, and it's a fun place to come and visit. Those are, I, I think, the three top ingredients to putting on a temporary event like ours. Chris Parker, president of the Big uh, Big Machine Music City Grand Prix, August fifth through the seventh, uh, as well. And you've, we've got to have a, a party, okay? We've got racing. 
but you made it a festival and uh, in, in, in the races all the way through, certainly the IndyCar Series, Indy Lights, GT America, Trans Am, the Stadium Super Trucks at Robbie Gordon. <laughs> Correct. The Robbie Gordon circuit yeah, yeah. and Vintage Indy. But music, food, all the different things that you need to, to make it a complete event festival. Uh, the, the people around here sort of expect a party. They know what they know they're coming to see racing. They want to come to a party about it. A absolutely. And we've said all along that uh, this, the, the, the racing is an excuse to have a party, right? <laughs> Let Nashville do what Nashville does best. Don't compete with what Nashville offers and what uh, people ultimately want to participate in. And, and that is, they want to go to Lower Broadway. They want to go to the Country Music Hall of Fame. They want to go to the Johnny Cash Museum. They want to go to the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Let them do all that sort of stuff. Don't compete with them. And then put on a great event that's in close proximity. Allow them the ability to go in and you know, easy in and out, which we do uh, all day long because the racing days are long. Let them watch the racing that they want to watch and then go downtown and have lunch or you know, have a beer or two at their favorite honky-tonk and then come back. Um, I think that that is a critical, critical ingredient to the success of the event. Like we're, we're not, we're doing what Nashville does best. We have this great walkable, easily accessible community in which, you know, ultimately, whether you're a racing fan or not, if you live downtown or live in proximity to downtown, it's worth coming and checking out for a few hours or a couple of days over a three day period of time, just to say that you were part of it. Because again, racing's there. We know that the race fans are going to come out. But ultimately, the people who enjoy music, who enjoy festivals, who enjoy uh, food, who enjoy just coming downtown and experiencing something new and different, I mean, check us out. Give us an opportunity and come out and enjoy the second Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. When did you move to Nashville? Uh, I first moved to Nashville in January of 2008. Okay, so you does it help that you knew all the players involved in the city and people that make decisions? Well, let's set it up of what he was. Okay, he didn't come here and, and right. peddle a tavern around. The, the, down. He was executive vice president, chief sales and marketing officer uh, from 09 to through 14, five uh, years with the Nashville Predators. So yes. uh, that he need we need that basis. Yeah, I That's thought the that part. everybody knew how great you were. Well, yes. they are. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> appreciate that. But uh, but did, I know you're going to ask that that helped you navigate so many things yes, that experience. Yeah. Sure. I, I think that's absolutely true. I think that, you know, knowing all of the parties involved and being able to uh, get an audience with and work with all those folks. I mean, we work with all of those groups that I mentioned earlier and we work with the downtown partnership. We work with the CVC. We work with the chamber. We work with the sports, with the sports council. And you know, we work with, of course, the Titans who are our landlord. We work with the Preds. I mean, we work with all of these groups. Why? Because that's what makes you know, Nashville unique and different. All of these groups working well together to help further events like the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix, like the CMA Fest, like the draft, like the Stanley Cup playoffs. You, uh, like the, as you mentioned earlier, Joe, like the marathon, these events exist because all these parties are willing to work together with the thought that, you know, a rising tide lifts all ships and it pushes yeah. all, it pushes our entire business, the business of Nashville to a higher level. We're listening to the uh, official 615 podcast brought to you by good friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Check them out a lot at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Payne Bone and his staff do a great job of putting you in the perfect car. So many thanks to Wilson County Hyundai for the sponsorship. I got to think you heard from other race organizers. Uh, organizers after yes, they them. saw <laughs> after they saw what happened here did the people reach out to you and say my god what that was amazing sure i think there it's this tight-knit group of uh, promoters that put on events like this and, and and i'll be honest i mean 
you know, any accolades that, that we got uh, came from experiences and knowledge that were passed down to us from people who've been doing it a lot longer than we have. So if you look around the IndyCar circuit, this this past, past weekend, Long Beach, you know, the Acura Grand Prix of Long Beach ran. That was, I think, the 45th year of that event. Um, the Firestone Grand Prix of St. Pete. Uh, the the uh, uh, Honda Toronto Indy, Indy excuse me, uh, the Grand Prix and uh, GM Grand Prix in Detroit. These are our types of events, right? Temporary street courses. So we've relied on all of those people to provide us a tremendous amount of insight and information and do's and don'ts, right? I mean, the best the best advice we can get is a mistake that somebody else has already made and said, hey, by the way, be <laughs> right. on the lookout for this or don't do that. And well, how do they know it? Because they did it. I mean, they've been at this a lot longer than we have. And we've just, we got a, we're very fortunate to have just a tremendous tapestry from which to work. Um, we've talked about it repeatedly, just the walkability, the, the easy access of everything in downtown. The fact that once you get to downtown, whether you drove here or flew here uh, or took a bus or you know, not maybe a train, um, but however you got to downtown, once you're here, everything becomes readily accessible you can walk everywhere you just walk over to the walk over to the campus you walk back you go to the hotel you go down to broadway you check out the rhyme and you go to the country music hall of fame all that works so well i think ultimately that's what makes it successful and then it's just a matter of us not screwing up the part of the on-track activity <laughs> and and that part you know you can rely heavily on the folks at indycar and, and what have you to tell you how you're supposed to do it and when you're supposed to do it. Well, Joe arrives by Conestoga wagon, and once he gets here, he, he, he goes. <laughs> he, he gets a rickshaw uh, to pull him around downtown. I thought it was a donkey. Yeah, yeah. That's depends the, on the day. He, he is the donkey. Uh, but, uh, you mentioned Long Beach, won by Joseph Newgarden, Hendersonville's very our very own. Oh, yeah, I was going to say Nashville's own. Nashville and, and, resident, and and for to him be the face, of course, five hundred winner multiple points champion on in the Indy series, two time IndyCar champion, ding, 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 all of the above. But to have him as your face is pretty cool. I, anytime you have somebody who is from your hometown where you're putting on the event, you know, I think that gives tremendous credibility to the event. The fact that it's Joseph Newgarden, the fact that he's been such an elite driver for so many years now on the IndyCar circuit. Um, he's been such a great resource. He's been such a great advocate and an ambassador uh, for us. I mean, he's done anything and everything that we could possibly ask of him to help promote this event. And I think he's doing it not only because this is his hometown and he wants it to be successful, but ultimately he, he wants to win here, right? At the end of the day, like he wants to be able to bring all of his uh, fellow drivers and fellow teammates and, and competitors into Nashville and show them how, uh, how tremendous Nashville is as an event city. Are you able to tell us about the entertainment aspect of this? Not at this moment. There will not, be some, yes. <laughs> but but not too far away. Is my neighbor playing in this event? Um, you know what? I, I, it's always safe to say that our friend Tim Duggar may make appearances okay. and stuff. So all right, good. He's, I mean, no one knows racing like Tim Duggar. That's right. So, yeah. And that's all facets of, uh, of racing. So, I mean, he's getting to be pretty dang popular right yes. now. He's got yeah. a couple of hits so out on So you got to sign him now. To he's got him. a couple of hits out on the radio. Well, you better get him now because once he finds out he's Joe's neighbor, he's moving. <laughs> so be, I think, unfortunately, he already yeah. knows he's Joe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you talk about fan experience. A lot of times fan experience, like, ah, oh, just fan experience. We'll put it out there. My God, the fan experience over there was amazing. I mean, everything was laid out. The people, how important is that to the overall aspect of this? I, I think uh, other than the, the, the date equity and being able to ensure that you are putting on the same event year in, year out, it, it's the, it is paramount, right? Having the best 
fan experience possible is critical. Um, I think that you control what you can control um, and you try to improve on it year over year. Um, you try to think ahead and, and prepare for any of the potential issues that may come up. And then you've got to be well-versed and nimble to be able to address them as they come along. But the fan experience is, is paramount. Now, ultimately, you want people to uh, encourage their friends, their neighbors, you know, their uh, business colleagues, their work associates to all come out. And the only way that that happens is if you personally have a great experience. I saw when we interviewed you uh, like a week before the race last July, just to go down there and see all the barriers put up. And uh, it was just amazing to see downtown Nashville transformed into a Grand Prix track. I mean, Greg and I have lived here for decades. And to see downtown, all that set up was, I'm not sure if I really believed it when I saw it. I mean, it was just something that you know, you talk about. And then there the word is surreal. You're, yeah. for I mean, you're, you're, build, you're building a small city. I mean, this is, right. like, this is like the traveling menagerie, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it, it rolls into your town and it pops up and it's there for a week and then it moves on someplace else. But literally, it is a massive undertaking. Yeah. You, no one can understand or appreciate it until you have experienced it. Whether you experience it firsthand as somebody who's working for the organization or experience it firsthand as somebody who's lived here for a long time and got to see it sort of pop up. I mean, it is, a, it, it is just a mass of humanity. 100 plus, you know, 53 foot trailers rolling and setting up all these compounds for all these car carriers and uh, team paddock. Uh, team paddock areas and all the hospitality that was brought in, temporary suites, uh, tents, chairs, tables, you name it. I mean, just the building of that community over there. And then, you know, uh, simultaneously the removal of that, I mean, <laughs> that, that all takes a tremendous amount of, a tremendous amount of resources. And it, uh, the, the choreography, as I said before, to pull all that together is just tremendous. Chris Parker, president of the big city, a big city, big machine music. It's city. a big city. It's right. a big city. The big right. machine we music are a big city, city. Grampy. Uh, August 5th through the 7th, tickets are on sale. We're going to give that Chamber of Commerce out with you to have, tell everybody how to do that. Yeah. Earlier, you Joe asked you about the worries. I remember the last time the IndyCar were here, they were out at uh, uh, Super Speedway, and I always joke they're going to go into turn two and, and, and go high and land in Carthage. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I always thought that you might, going the only race of its kind that goes over a body of water. Water, I'd be worried about them, you know, fishing one of the drivers out down around, you know, Opryland or somewhere. Yeah. I mean, they, <laughs> so we're, we're the only one that goes over a body of water currently. There, okay. are, there are races that have done it before, and there are plenty that go alongside a body of water, whether that's St. Pete, whether that's Grand, uh, Long Beach, whether that's Toronto, whether that's Detroit. Um, but we're the only one that's currently going over a body of water. Look, at the end of the day, there are people smarter than the three of us combined, <laughs> which that may not be saying much yep. about the three of us. Um, well, you, but, you're, you're the, you're the bull but, in that one. <laughs> but there are, but there are really smart people who ha have done, who have done the research and who know the circumstances. And I think that, um, you, we, we had all the confidence in the world. There were, there were no issues relative to that. But having said that, you know, all the necessary safety precautions are taken under those circumstances, but I think it created for such a unique dynamic and the drivers loved it right well marcus, at the end of the day, marcus erickson goes airborne it, what on the restart of lap five i think last mm -hmm. year and and comes back and wins it it takes off yeah. his entire front clip yeah you know like literally just takes it off and then comes back ultimately yeah. after getting a new one put on and uh 
I mean, uh, comes back to win the race. So I, I couldn't tell you the last time something like that happened either. So there were a lot of firsts in our first event. There's no question about it. How did you get involved in this? Uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I, I got involved with, with this uh, back in 2018. I had been involved with some preliminary conversations in 2015. Uh, my friend, my neighbor, my business partner, Matt Cruz, had, had been involved with this for a long time. Um, and, and he has the racing background along with uh, our COO, Jason Rittenberry. Let's say former MTSU kicker, Matt yeah. Cruz. Yeah, yes. all, yeah yes. all-American all, all kicker, mm. uh, mind you. Um, but I think they there there had been this vision for how this thing could come together. And I think that it was just uh, ultimately in, in 2000, in 2018 and, and then going into 2019, I think we started to see a, a pathway where this could all come together. And I think it was largely on the heels of the success of the uh, of the NFL draft and really the, the city and the CVC's sort of acknowledgement. Like we need to what's next? What will we do next? And can it be? Uh, something that is reoccurring, right? Because it's great to bring in an event one time. Right. But how do we do something that shows up every year that we can plug in like fireworks, like the CMA, like uh, New Year's Eve, um, and have it every single year so that we can project what that impact is going to be time and time again. I put the SEC tournament in that in that same sure. category now going forward for you know, whatever it is, 10, 12 years. So I think that all of those type of special events that occur regularly, annually, um, are, are critical to the calendar that Nashville tries to keep. Speaking of annual, do you have your Ann Arbor Pioneer High School annual handy? I do not. Okay, or I do your not. University of Michigan. No. Tell us about growing up in Ann Arbor. Tell me about mom, dad, family, just everything. So, Tell it, get, us, get us started with Chris Parker. Yeah, so I, I, I grew up a, a little bit everywhere. Um, I was born in Ohio. I was raised in uh, New England and in, in Connecticut. I did graduate from Pioneer High School in, in Ann Arbor. Uh, my mom and dad are both from the Midwest. My mom uh, went to Pioneer High School as well and also went to the University of Michigan. I was the seventh person in my family to go to Michigan. So I always thought I had options in life, but, you know, <laughs> didn't really. Yeah. Uh, but no, no. I mean, anybody that knows me knows that I'm a tried and true uh, believer in, in uh, Big Blue and uh, um, ultimately have had a, a great experience, had a great experience at Michigan. Um it led me to all the opportunities that I've had. Um, Your first job. Yeah, my first job was with the International Hockey League, which was in suburban uh, Detroit. Um, was run by a guy named Bob Eufer, uh, who's ironically whose father had been the longtime announcer for the University of Michigan. Um, and so I think that uh, you know, very, very fortunate that it, it then led to uh, jobs in, in San Jose and then in Nashville and um, in Detroit and then, you know, ultimately, you know, here, here at the you big are. machine music city grand prix. Yeah. All right. Your high school, mm -hmm. notable alumni from your high school, Bob Seeger, Bob Seeger, Iggy pop, <laughs> Iggy pop. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was English. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Iggy pop. The Harbaugh's the Harbaugh's. Yep. Uh, and there's one more in here, which stood out to me, Ken Burns. Yeah. Ken Burns. So Ken Burns, funny story. Ken Burns was my uh, commencement speaker from my graduation at the University of Michigan. He graduated from Pioneer High School. This is your life, Chris. Yes, right. I, we, we've clearly devolved. Everybody turned off about thirty seconds ago. That's why I we didn't leave with it. Yeah, that's just so great. I mean, there's so many famous hockey players and uh, James Van Riemsdyk. Yeah, James Van Riemsdyk, mm -hmm. uh, Brian Ralston, yeah. uh, yeah. Phil Kessel. 
You know, all day on this stuff there. Yeah. There's a lot of, there's, there's a and lot of people. And he's over here to sell tickets. <laughs> yeah. And here I am, you know, trying to sell tickets to the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix. Sell some tickets. That's uh, right. As low it. as 129 and then obviously just a variety of levels that you want to take it, right? No doubt. I mean, I think the, the key to any event like this is being able to have something for everyone, right? Whether... Whatever your budget is, whatever your inclination is, whether you're coming with uh, neighbors from down the street or you're coming with your uh, your best customer, there has to be options for people. So starting as low as 129, we then all have uh, grandstand seats 209 and 219. You can then move up to the East Club for 1399. That's all inclusive food and beverage. Or ultimately, you can go to um, the uh, NetJeds Club RPM presented by Grand Hyatt. Um, which would be located at turn three. So this is, think of it like a, a, a major structure on a golf tournament, right? That's right there at the 18th hole. That would be the analogous type of event is the ability for people to, to uh, camp out right there, all-inclusive, high-end, white glove treatment uh, right there at turn three for Club RPM. We don't know what that means, but it sounds nice. None of us would be invited. <laughs> Let's be clear. Are you, the three for, of us, are you up for a trade? I was going to say, <laughs> the, the, the three of us are not getting invited. Uh, oh, that's great. Uh, to, to do a Southern saying, are you, is for this year, is the hay, most of the hay in the barn for this race, or are we going to be working it up until? Look, I, I think that you're always going to be working right up till it, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's a temporary street course, right? So now that we have a year under our belt, we know more than we did last year. Mm -hmm. We are still building everything, you know, from scratch year over year. And so it will always be an up to the, uh, you know, up to the last minute to pull it all, to pull it all together. And I think that that's just something that you have to embrace and you have to relish and you have to be ready to, to, to roll up your sleeves and, and uh, get done because, None of it is there three weeks later. It's like it never existed until it comes around another, you know, another year later. I got to think your friends back home are just uh, Chris Parker Grand Prix. I mean, did you think those uh, those four words would go together one time? I, I, I'm not. I didn't grow up a motorsports person. I mean, I think I think that I grew up a, a venue person professionally, stick and ball venues. Yeah. And I think that uh, the success of this event is as much a tribute to the the teams and the drivers uh, and all the racing series that come here. But but ultimately, it's a tribute to Nashville. I mean, it really is a reflection on how well Nashville treats and represents um, and, and comes out and supports, you know, the vast, vast majority of a wide array of sports and entertainment options. Get ready. We'll be uh, calling on you a lot more as we get closer to the race. Yeah, so music, I appreciate MusicCityGP.com. Correct. And then add a forward slash tickets Correct. on top of that. Yeah, Absolutely. Perfect. Chris, thank you, brother. We thank the world of you. Thank you for doing this, man. Uh, I'm happy to do it. Good to see you guys, and thank you for having me. Yeah, thank, thank you. you Chris. That's another episode of the official 615 podcast brought to you by good friends at Wilson County Hyundai. Again, check out Payne Bone. Go to their website at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. And again, thanks to the wonderful folks, Omni Nashville Hotel, brought us out some food samples the biscuits always taking care of us opening up their arms to kitchen notes each week for us knuckleheads uh, <laughs> yeah, to right. come down here and do the official 615 podcast thanks chris all right Thank we'll you. see you guys next week